0: If you did not get the message, you can go on the iPod and listen to it. You can order the CD. It will give you the, the background in which we are coming from. Knowing who we are in, in Christ Jesus. In our reading, we shall read from the Amplified Bible. Starting in chapter one, verse one and three, um, I'm not even going to get that far this 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 morning, this afternoon. But it reads in our hearing as such from the Amplified Bible. If you do not have that translation, you can see it in the screen before you, and it reads as such in our hearing. Paul, an apostle, a special messenger. Of Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the Anointed One, by the divine will, the purpose, and choice of God to the saints who are the the consecrated, set apart ones at Ephesus, who are also faithful, loyal, steadfast in Christ. May grace, God's unmerited favor. And spiritual peace, which means peace with God, harmony, unity, undisturbedness, be yours from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. May blessings, praise, allotation, and eulogy be to God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual, giving by the Holy Spirit, blessing in heavenly realm. That's enough right there. Father, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, even now, So allow your Shekinah glory to fall fresh on us. Lord, just pour me out as a drink offering before your people and allow your word to come through clear. Lord, speak. In the midst of all, Lord, just speak. Allow us to see Jesus as you speak in the mighty name of Jesus we pray amen paul is writing this letter from a prison cell he is not complaining he he, he is not down and in, in, in fact he is writing to the heights of who we are in Christ Jesus. Paul has learned that, that who he is is not determined by what is happening to him. He has learned that, that knowing who he is in Christ Jesus allow him to, to fly above his happenstance. If you're ever going to go in Christ, you cannot allow things that are happening around you to dictate to you who you are. You, you cannot allow circumstance or, or happenstance to determine to you whether you are being blessed by God or not. Uh, I, I have said this before, but I'm gonna keep on saying it until we get it within us. We are living in a fallen world Full of fallen people with fallen situations. And sooner or later, trouble is going to knock at your door. Do not allow the trouble that is around you to determine to you whether you are blessed or not. You have to be able to look at your circumstance and know that in spite of what I'm going through, in spite of what may be happening, I am Blessed and highly favored because who I am is not determined by what is happening around me. Matter of fact, let me share with you. Let me share it with you. Matter of fact, when you are right where God wants you to be, doing what God wants you to do, you're going to face more trouble because the devil's going to send all hell your way to stop you, get you off track. When you are making a kingdom different for the Lord, you can expect trouble. Let me step into that a little bit more. When you get serious about God, the devil gonna get serious about you. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I know it sounds backwards. The moment you say, I'm gonna start reading, I'm gonna start getting closer to the Lord, you can expect that the next knock at your door will be trouble. when you become a blessing to somebody else for the kingdom of God, when you are making a difference, when you get in ministry, when you start doing ministry, when God starts using you, I guarantee you that the devil is going to come knocking at your door. Hold on, hold on. He made... He may not even knock at your door. He may be already inside your He He's just been hanging out. <laughs> Do not let that determine whether you are a child of God or not. Amen. Do not allow your circumstance. Paul says, look what he says. He says, he says Paul, apostle of Jesus Christ. I love the way he says this because in that phrase he is not saying it as though he is bragging about his apostleship. He is stating a a fact that I am an apostle. Hold on. If he would have just said I'm Paul an apostle then he is looking at who he is as a title but he does not stop There, you have to read it together. He says, I'm Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ. Do you you realize what he is stating here? He says, I've been called out by God to be something for Jesus. So all that I am is about Jesus. Uh, I don't think y'all caught that. I don't think y'all caught that. Hold on. Because a lot of us will want to flash our title to make us look like we big stuff. Listen, the only thing we got that is worth flashing is your relationship with Jesus. Listen, that's the biggest thing you got to flash. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I agree with you the only thing but you know but but when you are something for Jesus that gives you significance all by itself if you just said I'm a servant of Jesus Christ you ought to wear that with a name badge with pride he chose me he calls me am somebody. Well, what makes you somebody? Because I am a servant of the Lord. Jesus Christ. You know what this means? Paul is saying I am not my own. I belong to somebody else. Hold on a minute. I just don't belong to anybody. But I belong To the most high. So if you got a problem with me, you got to take it up with my master. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. When he owns you and you know you're his, then that means that our Lord has the obligation to take care of you. So that no matter what you go through, he got you. Y'all should have been shouting on that. Y'all really should have been shouting on that. Listen, listen. Now that means that no matter what the world or the devil throw at you, the Lord got you. So it's gonna be all right because I've been commissioned to go through what I'm going through for his name's sake. Matter of fact, afflictions. Is good for me because in the affliction, I see what God has for me. Sometimes, so, sometimes we think that being a Christian means that you won't go through, but let me be honest with you what because you are a Christian, you're going to go through. But wait a minute, listen, what he says, he says, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me do you know how our relationship with the Lord deepens it's by experiencing him through life circumstance Amen. Deacon White did something when I said about learn him he said he pointed at the word yeah the word gives you knowledge of him it clarifies what you're going through. It testifies. See, the word says that he's literally in the valley. But you don't know what that means until you get in the valley. And when you're in the valley, and the valley get ready to eat you up, You find a lily that smells good and looks good. And you find new beauty in your valley because Jesus is the lily in your valley. And right right smack dab in your valley, Jesus shows up and keep you in your right mind in the valley. And then all of a sudden when somebody says, He's a lily in the valley. You said, thank you, Lord. I know what that means. Because when I was in my valley, he was mine. Yeah. Yeah. Scripture Would say to you, he's the bright. Oh, y'all heard that, huh? He, he's the bright. And my, that sounds so fire. That sounds so, so good. Hold on, but wait a minute the bright and morning star shows up at the darkest part of night. We say that, but until you've been through some dark places, until until it got so dark, you didn't know whether you're going to make it out or not. Until... You try to find him, and you were tripping over stuff because it was dark in your life. And all of a sudden, out of the darkness, came peering this light, and you see Jesus like you have never seen him. Now, when somebody says he's the bright and morning star, you start shouting because you know what the Scripture says. Paul is saying from experience, I'm his. And since I'm his, even in my present circumstance, he is still worthy to give him the praise. He's, he got me, and though it looks like my circumstances are bad, can't nobody, Still, my joy? No, my peace. Because I know whose I am. Church, we got to be so anchored in Jesus that no matter what life throws at you, when the smoke clears, it still finds you praising God in spite of. Us. Listen, listen, listen. You better know who you are in Christ. Have you, have you seen the stuff that's happening lately? Have you been listening to the news lately? Don't think that, you know, there's somebody right now that Satan has, has gotten in their mind that they have went on internet and is learning how to make a bomb out of a pressure cooker. And they are going to duplicate Well, how you know, preacher? Because the Bible says that in the last days, perilous times shall come. That's the days we, we're living in. But hold on. We are the church. Just like Paul can say that I am a servant or I am a a I am a of of Christ Jesus. You can say the same thing if you're saved. What you gotta make sure is, is that you saved. There ought to be some evidence of your salvation. Let, let me explain. You can't tell me you know Jesus and you act the exact same way you used to act before you knew him. You can't say Jesus has you. Now I ain't talking about perfection. I'm talking about there ought to be some change somewhere, some way or another. You can't tell me that you've been walking with Jesus the last 20 years and you the exact same way you was the day you got saved. There's a monkey on that line, son. When the Lord saves us, it is a process of regeneration. Listen to what it says. It says. It says. To do the divine will of God. The purpose of God is being worked out in your salvation, in my salvation. That's what it's saying. It's saying this that God is the one that started working on you before you came down the aisle. Amen. Amen. Before you came. God had already picked you out. (laughs) Listen, if you know Jesus, you didn't pick Jesus. God picked you to come to Jesus. Did you know that you can't even take credit for accepting Jesus? Because I believe that if you walk down this aisle, the Holy Ghost was working on your heart. To make a, a revelation of Jesus real in your life. That, that you came there, you saw part of the story, but you didn't see all of the story. Wait a minute, wait a minute. There, 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 there's a movement here. Look what it says. The purpose of God, the choice of God to the... Some of us got a problem with the word saints. You know why? Catholic folks that messed this word up. See, in their dogma, and their teaching, you can't be a saint until you die. <laughs> let, me, let me just say it. If you're waiting to be a saint when you die, you waited too long. <laughs> Why? Notice what he does. He calls every person that is in Christ Jesus a saint. It is a word that is signifying the process of you being set apart for God's use and purpose. You were set apart at the time you accepted Jesus as your savior. The problem with this is, is that this concludes that you have also not only allowed Jesus to be your Savior, but you are allowing him to be your Lord. Somebody said, what's the difference? The difference is if he's my Savior, that I want him to, be, to save me. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. I don't like what I heard hell is about, and I love what I heard heaven is about. But once you get saved, now the Holy Spirit begins to work in your life to reveal to you the reality and the person of Jesus. And if you are allowing the Holy Spirit to do that, you are now moving from not just hearing about Jesus, but knowing Jesus. And you can't tell me that you see Jesus and don't fall in love with him. Had a person on the phone who, 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 who was talking to me, knew know, know them well, and, and this is what they said to me. They said, I said, so you telling me that Jesus is not the only way to be saved? They said, no, you can come anywhere. I said, then you never knew Jesus. <laughs> they got offended at my, at my statement. I said, because you can't tell me that you can really see him and then walk away from him and make claims that he's not the only way because there's no way you can see Jesus and not know that he's set apart from everything else no way that you can really have a revelation and illumination of Jesus and not know that he's God. There's no way that you can know him in your heart and know that he's the best thing that ever happened to you. There's no way that you can really see him and not adore him. There's no way that you can't don't want to bow to him because you see him as God it's either one or two things you either don't see him or you do Paul sees the Lord Jesus Christ and and, in that statement that that I am a prophet of Jesus it is saying I is not about me it's about him and since it's about him, the more I see, uh, yes, watch this process, watch yes, this Lord. process. The Holy Spirit has come into our life to show us Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, yes, sir. I believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I believe in talking in tongues. I I believe in all the miraculous gifts. have experienced a lot of them, but that is not what the Holy Spirit is main thing is about. His main thing is to show you from one level of Jesus to the next level of Jesus. Without the Holy Spirit you can't know Jesus. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Listen, watch, watch what happens. Mm-hmm. The level he shows you, mm-hmm. he enables you to be transformed to walk in that. Mm-hmm. Amen. Y'all, 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 I don't think y'all heard that. Listen, listen. It is not just obeying laws. Mm-hmm. It's becoming more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. We are set apart. We are called out of darkness into the marvelous light. Well, who is the light? Jesus is the light. So what you see is Jesus. And the more of Jesus you see, the more like him you become. I'm going to say this. Take it away. Sometimes what we hear is a whole lot of rhetoric. What's rare? Words. There's a poem that says, I'd rather see a sermon than hear one. the, The devil quotes the Bible. Remember in Luke chapter four, when Jesus is going through the temptation, the devil starts quoting the scriptures. Listen. The devil read the scriptures more than any of us. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. He's reading the scriptures not to see God and not to see himself. But he's reading the scripture so he knows enough word to trip you up. <laughs> he twists it just enough that you miss Jesus. Yes, so you better know the word for yourself so that so that when somebody come to you with a lie, that you can say, wait a minute now, I know be- how can I say this? I'm just going to say, most cults are full of folks who used to go to church. Most, most cults are full of Folks who know just enough but not enough to discern the truth. Listen, they got to put some truth in it in order for you to catch the lie. Listen, if I'm going fishing, I'm not just going to throw the hook in the water. I need a fisherman. Glenn, you like fishing. If I just have a hook. And throw it in. Are the fish gonna no. bite on the hook? No. What? what? <laughs> God put some. God put something they like on it. As a matter of fact, I gotta put it in such a way that the hook can't be seen. Am I right? So I gotta cut where well, you a fisherman? So I gotta cover up my intentions. I don't let them see. What, you intend to do. what I intend to do. Mm-hmm. So I put enough bait on it, mm-hmm. make it look like mm-hmm. it's what they want. Yeah. They don't know I got a hook inside. on the side, inside. Inside, inside, ready to catch them. Catch them. Mm-hmm. So I put enough bait on it mm-hmm. and then I play with it. Mm-hmm. They think it's another fish. So I tip them yeah. with some bait. Yeah. And as soon as I feel uh-huh. them biting on my right uh-huh. 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 don't act like that never happened to you. You thought it was a good thing. You thought it was a blessing. And as soon as you bit into it, well. <laughs> well. Chosen, set apart, called out of something, but it—listen—we get excited because we've been called out of darkness. Colossians one, Colossians 1, 13, Colossians tells us that we've been translated. Uh-huh. The New American says conveyed or translated us from the palace. Satan has no more power over us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Look what it says. Thank you, Lord, Jesus. Not that you are being delivered, but you have been delivered. Whether we are living in the reality of that or not, the reality is we are. We are. Okay? See, how can I say this? Our walk got to catch up with what's already been done in our spirit. Our since we are a dual being, a saved being, and a being of our own nature, as we learn to walk in the spirit, we begin to take advantage of what is already ours. The reality is the devil can't make you do nothing no more. more. Uh, The reality is is that we struggle within ourselves between our new nature and our old nature. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But God speaks from a standpoint of what he has done Amen. in us. And he said, you, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us, conveyed us. That means he has moved you. You are no longer in the position you, how can I, how can I, how can I make this clear? Your living stance may not change. Your circumstance haven't changed. But your position, your spiritual position has changed. The stuff that used to keep you down can't hold you no more. Somebody else say, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. See, see, see the stuff that used to trip you up don't have to trip you up no more. Listen. How can I say this? We gotta get to the place where nothing moves us out of our comfort zone. The stuff that used to steal your peace and your joy don't steal your peace and now, hold on, hold on. It may knock your wind out for a second, but you're going to get your wind again. Hey, it may bother you for a second, but don't, don't let me go down on my knees. Oh, it, 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 it may trouble you for a second, but let me get to my word and go to my favorite scriptures. Let me get to my CD and put on a song that ministers to me. Oh, you had me for 10 minutes, but wait a minute, but wait a minute. I know what to do. You ought to have, you ought to have something that you can go to that will restore you back to your joy and peace. You ought to have somebody that you can talk to. A song you can sing, a CD you can put in, a scripture you can read and quote out of your mouth, a prayer that you can pray, something to bounce you back. Something, 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 something. I keep on saying, Paul is writing this in a prison, in a dungeon. And he's soaring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an he's soaring. Yeah, 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 yeah. He so, If Paul can soar I know right. in his circumstance, yeah, 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 yeah. then we can soar oh, yes, we can. in our circumstance. Say, Things will never be the way you want them to be. But thanks be to God, this is just a temporary circumstance. Yeah. Hmm. We gotta get to the place <laughs> where well, we are falling so in love with Jesus that you learn you learn Him how you learn how to serve Him through adverse circumstances. Oh <laughs> yeah! Listen. So sometimes the best thing you can do in your own trouble. Is it keep being a blessing to somebody else? Uh, that's, it. Uh, that's it. That's it. Uh, Sometimes mm-hmm. matter of fact, I say most of the time. Yes. Find somebody that is worse off than you. Yes. And make a commitment yes. to bless them you on a continue. Yes. <laughs> You're right. You most of the time. They're right in front of us because there's somebody that God been trying to get you to bless, but your eyes been closed. It's menacing to somebody else. Why? There's a funny thing that when you start talking to somebody else about the goodness of God, it sparks something inside of you. One of the greatest things about ministry is when I'm ministering to somebody else, most of the time I'm ministering to myself. And the very words that help somebody else helps me. You know, when I preach, a lot of times I'm preaching out of my experience. So I'm taking the word of God, and I'm able to preach it because I know what I'm talking about. Because I'm saying, I've been there, I am. No, yeah. Don't ever think that a preacher is beyond our exempt. No, no. we got a bull's on our back. First Peter 2 and 9. The B part, 1 Peter 2 and 9, the B part. Oh, watch this, watch this. Here it says, we've been translated, we've been moved, our position, our authority has been changed. We are no longer up under the power of darkness. But look at the B part, move it up. It says, who has called you out. Lord, what it's not saying. It's not saying calling you out. He has already called you out. You should not be in darkness anymore. But wait a minute. Listen to this. And the light ought to be getting brighter all the time. Let me, let me, let me explain this. Then, we, then we're going to shut it down. You cannot be like Jesus until you see what Jesus is like. Did you you hear that? You cannot be what you do not see. There is a constant unveiling illumination of the person of Jesus that is happening in all of our lives now be careful now because watch this if i refuse to become what i see he won't show me anymore if he shows me where i need to change and i see it in the person of jesus and i hold on to what i think i want instead of pressing towards jesus listen what happens now even that what i know will begin to slip away from me It behooves us when God shows us the light of Jesus, the mirror of that light shows me me. And if I don't allow him to deal with the me that doesn't look like Jesus, I cannot expect him to show me any more of Jesus. Yes, sir. This is called sanctification. It is a process of moving more into that marvelous light. That's why they say saint. It is short for sanctification. Those that are being sanctified sanctification is just a process of seeing the light of jesus because he is the light and becoming more like what i see take my yoke upon you and learn of me listen he don't say listen listen. he don't say learn more laws he don't he don't say he don't say he said learn how to be holy you don't know how to be holy what 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 the revel the revelation, the Holy Spirit, distinct ministry uh-huh. in our lives is to build us in a relationship with Jesus that we know how real he is and have a personal relationship with him. It's not more information. Information won't get you nowhere. It's when you are moved in relationship with him and you see enough of him, it makes you want to change. Watch what happens. Watch. When we see him and refuse, look what he says to David. We won't see this in Scripture because this just hit me. When David sinned with Bathsheba, when David repented, this is what God asked him. Why did you despise me? I said, I read, I said, I know I read a lot of time about that, That you know, when something hits you, I said, huh? No, Lord, he, he despised your word. He said, no, my word is a revelation of who I am. Yeah. 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 Look, look, he said, he said, when David was thinking about it, I showed up and showed him that David, that's not like me. Oh, y'all didn't hear that, did you? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> let's, 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 go, let's, go, let's go where we live. When you get ready to cuss somebody out, the Lord shows up, wait a minute, that's not acting like me. Hold on, hold on. When we get ready to do something, God says, that's not, that attitude is not like. Hold on, hold on. And when that thing gets a hold of us and we refuse to deal with that. I don't know, I don't care how much rhetoric, how much mouth we say. I don't care how much praise we give until we deal with that which is in the light. We do not move a step closer I get to see any more of Jesus. We can be a Christian and stuck. to see more but stuck trying to see more but stuck until God makes our our, until I deal you deal with that which God has shone his light on look what it says We've been called out of, out of darkness into his marble. And it is a progressive walk. Yes. Yes. It's one step at a time. And as we see it, we need to become it it, 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 it become. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let, me, let me let me let me let me let me let me put it in a way that we can understand. Yes, sir. Isn't it funny how a person... They're the alcoholic, they all begin to walk the same way. I mean, they haven't even been drinking, and you can smell the alcohol coming out of their pores. It begins to take over. Even destroying their liver. Uh, right. uh, there are folks who don't smoke crack no more, but they still have crack habits. Oh, yes, uh-huh. yes, uh-huh. 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 Yes, what I'm saying, Come on. Come on. just like Satan is a duplicate of what God does, it's uh-huh. like darkness begins. To be, to to give you habits and and things in common, when when we walking in the light, that light begins to inhabit you. Yes, yes, go yes, go uh-huh. yes, go and even though you don't see it, folks see it on you. Yes. I am just gonna say this. Take it the way, take it, just just just, just take it. I, I don't I don't know any way, I don't know how else to say it. I'm just gonna say it the way the way I the way I'm hearing it. Folks can tell if you are what you say you are. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir Yes, When you when you when, when you are that, it shows up in you. Hold on, let me help, let me, let me help us, let me, let, me, let, me help us let, let me help us, let me help us, let me help us, let me help us. If there is a contradiction of mouth service and attitude, trust the attitude. Y'all didn't get that, I can tell y'all didn't get that. I didn't get that. <laughs> let me go back, let me go back, let me go back, let me go back, let me go back. Go, Mouth can say anything. But if you are not attractive in your walk. Yes, sir. If it don't show up in your living. Yes sir. yes, sir. If I don't sense Jesus in you. In me. Yes, sir. Because light, real light can't be here. This is no game. This is transformation. And what God is trying to, and, and all of us are at different levels, but what God does is say, I want to show you more, but I can't. You're not dealing with mm-hmm. what I have already shown you. Mm-hmm. And until you deal with that which on the table, yes, Lord. I don't care how much reading, playing, it is, it you, you, know, you know what we got to do? We got to deal with that that is on the table. And once I deal with that, He'll walk me into seeing more of Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Taste yes, sir. and see oh, that the Lord good. is good. Listen, listen. let me show you. Let me show you. I'm closing yeah. up. Let me show you. I'm closing up. Listen, 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 listen. The amount of Jesus that you got in your mouth ought to make you want more of Jesus. It really should. It really should. Your experience Hallelujah. that you have of Jesus ought to make you desire more of Jesus. You can't tell me that you have tasted of the Lord and it has not made a change in your life. Now, hold on. Don't judge folks too quickly. Because sometimes what we do, we put our judgment expectation on folks. I remember a story, true story, of this man who was a Christian. He'd been a Christian for like four or five years, and he was a writer. It was some ladies who said, you got a terrible attitude how can you be a christian he said ladies you should have known me five years ago (laughs) Uh, some of us i'm so glad (laughs) matter of fact you ought to be so glad you didn't know me back when but look what the lord has done we may not be where we ought to be and where we're going to be. But thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. We're not what we used to be. Because some of us were something else. But thanks be to the grace and mercy of Jesus Christ. He has made a change in us. Listen, the church is the folks that are perfect. But well, it's folks that are stepping towards what they see in Jesus. And you only see so much of Jesus. But thank God you see him. Thank God you're not in darkness anymore. Thank God he had mercy on you. Last thing don't confuse mercy with grace. What do what, what you mean? Mercy will keep you while you're not saved. <laughs> oh, shake, <shocky>, shake <shocky> now. <laughs> Some of us ought to worship God for his mercy. Because we know we never would have made it to grace. If it wasn't for his mercy, you wasn't that good of a driver. Mercy! You couldn't hang that much. Mercy! You wasn't that slick. Mercy! <laughs> well, he delivered me from cancer. Mercy! Mercy! Lost my mind, now I'm in my right mind. Mercy! You know, some of us, if, all of us, if mercy wasn't fair to keep us, we wouldn't have made it to grace and we would have died and went to hell. But God, who saw purpose in you. Can tell somebody. God got purpose in me. God, God got purpose in me. I don't care what you think. God got purpose in me. I know God. Matter of fact, but the evidence that God has purpose that you sitting here today. You know what mercy did? It kept you till grace could envelop you. And now you can say, I just don't thank him for his mercy but I know him, so I thank him for salvation. Grace is good all the time. Is there anybody in the house that know that God's grace is good? But preacher, you need to qualify that. But let me qualify that. Is there anybody in the house know that Jesus is good all the time? Because grace introduced you to Jesus. And now that you know Jesus, you ought to give God the praise. Because Jesus is the best thing that ever happened. I believe God uncovers um, there reveals himself to everyone. But there's there's some that because he got such a strong purpose on you, he put a lasso around your neck, and though you try to get away, you couldn't get away. Hold on, hold on, watch this. Some had a bite down to get hooked. Others had, had a rope always around their neck. And when God got sick and tired of our mess, he started pulling in the rope. Is there anybody know what I'm talking about? God started pulling you in. You was fighting against the rope, but once he got you?) Mm, Is he pulling you today? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank you Lord Jesus. Jesus. Is he calling you today? Is he messing with you and you think it's me? It's not me. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh-uh, hey, I hear somebody say, I wish he shut up. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> it's not me but the Holy Spirit is dealing with you because God loves you. God loves you, You said, Preacher, I'm not ready. You would never be ready. God is not trying to clean you before he catch you. He catch you in your mess. Then trust God to clean you from your mess. Amen. That's what His grace is all about. That's what the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is all about. Because we are in so much mess that we can't help ourselves, and to take a God of love and grace to help us—is He pulling? At your heart. I got preachers that will pray with you. Or you can sit there and say, today I receive the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. But he also wants you to join a body. He wants you to be part of a body where you can grow strong in the Lord.